Poison Rana. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Poison Rana. You found us on whatever podcast app you're using, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and we're live, pal. We are live on YouTube.com slash at Poison Rana pod. Hello, right. everyone. How are we doing? Yeah, hit that subscribe button on the YouTube. We, we've totally left Twitch in the dust for now. I yeah. mean, for now. Hey, uh, if anyone wants to pick it up. You're very welcome. I think it's B Detroit. Yeah, is uh, I think I think B is going to do some streaming. Possibly Who for held gaming. down the fort last week. He's exactly. Fantastic on this show. Yes, shout out B Detroit. Shout out what up Doe mm. on this feed as well with uh, him and John Cena. My new favorite podcast to listen to. Uh, the worst thing happened. I got ready for my commute. Podcast came out. Downloaded it. Put my earpods on. Left the house. They died right away. Ah, I'm like, man. Like, I, I had it that. all ready, too, you know? That's just the worst I'm thing. I'm so, like, you know me. I like going yeah. on long walks, uh, or if I if I ever go to the gym or whatever, and I'm, like, determined, have a good yeah. session, like, walk miles, whatever. As soon as my headphone dies, I'm like, well, I'm Ubering home. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not... <laughs> help. At least, Send help. At least it used to be, like, I'd go, oh, I'll go into a Dollarama and pick up some shitty yeah. headphones. But now, like... You don't even have headphone jacks yeah, thanks, on phones Apple. anymore. Thanks. Yeah. So I'm just like, yeah, I'm, I'm over it. I'm going home. Yeah. I'm not doing this with my, can't be left with my own thoughts. That's yeah. horrible. <laughs> yeah. Left with our, we live in downtown Toronto, like downtown and like our areas, lots of people always busy walking around. And when you don't have, like I'll, I leave my headphones on even if my, if they're dead, because that means I, it's people an excuse not to talk to someone yeah. who's going to be crazy yeah. or something. So yeah. Uh, but it's Sunday. It's uh, a day where we're going to chat all about some some pro wrestling, some graps. It's a beautiful, yeah. rainy day. The city is hungover. The city is I think, it's, I think a lot of people are probably going to be grateful for the rain today because it means, right, I can stay inside. I can nurse this hangover yeah. and do absolutely nothing, get an Uber Eats in or whatever. Because, uh, yeah, yesterday was a pretty big day for Toronto. That's right. The Maple Leafs have advanced to the second round of the playoffs. Yeah. Which they have not done in 19 years. The last time this happened, I think I was 2004, I was like 12 or something like that. Mm. I was young. I remember we watched you, we we all got to talk about it in in school and stuff like that and th- that feels like a lifetime ago. So this feels like everyone was just waiting. Yeah. And we we live really close to the Scotiabank Arena. Like we can see it out our window right now. And this whole area was insanity. Mm. People were ripping off the street signs to keep, and they're gonna you're gonna see them on eBay today and stuff like that. Because <laughs> you know, like the whole area, it, we yeah. call it Jurassic Park when it's Raptors, but whatever the Maple Leaf Square, whatever. Yeah, yeah, it's what it's actually called. People were going nuts, yeah. and I'm just worried that when the choke finally happens, that the say it's not the other way around. So <laughs> it's not people angry. You no, know. I mean, I, I would hope people are used to it by now. Exactly. Um, yeah, I was working at the bar last night, yeah. and uh, normally we have karaoke on a Saturday. And this happened last week as well. We yeah. had a playoff game. And uh, I went, hey, has anyone talked to the karaoke guy and told him to come in later? Tell him to fuck off. And I went, <laughs> and went, no, I mean, we'll probably do what we did last week and have like karaoke in the front and sound in the back. And I went, that is a fucking dumb idea. Like, no one here right now is here for karaoke. Like, yeah. and I'm saying this as someone who, you know, likes karaoke. karaoke. I went, 
you've got and he's like well it's just you know he'll be upset and i'm like sorry we're paying him to do it he's not paid per song he's paid per hour if he just has to chill and watch the end of the game that's fine like there will be mayhem if you turn the sound off to have someone fucking bleating don't oh, stop yeah. leaving yeah yeah like no uh, so he's like, yeah, yeah, okay, fair enough. And then it went to overtime as well, so it yeah. started to feel real bad because this game's just dragging on. It was exciting. It's been, like, I'm not a huge sports guy, but yeah. I can, I like getting behind a team or a city or whatever, and this series has been pretty fun. It's been all over the place. It has. Ever since, like, that one game where the Leafs just, just slayed them yeah. at, like, what, seven goals or something like that, it was like, wait, okay, maybe there is some sort of a chance. So... Yeah, Leafs going at. I mean, we eventually got to face Boston, and like, I don't know much about sports, but I am from Toronto. Growing up, uh, yeah. death taxes in Boston I beats been Toronto. Long, but I know <laughs> yeah, that. okay, like Boston always beats. What us, I so. found funny is uh, like we were absolutely slammed because then we filled up from people coming from the game. Like I had suddenly fifty people. There's just Jays walk in too, and, right? Yeah, yeah, like fifty people just walk in right up to the bar, and was I just went right, lads? I'm not doing individual bills. Like figure it out. I'll do four bills. Like right. who's getting what? Um, and and then like people going up and singing, they're acting like they won the Stanley Cup. Yeah, because they then go up and re- this one's dedicated <laughs> to the Maple Leafs. We are the champions. But I was like, okay, you still got like three rounds to go. Or something. It was the first round, guys. <laughs> the first round. But like, I I love it. Like I've been here seven years now, and yeah, you know, saw when the when the Leafs won. I've been here for some seasons where no, like, no. the Jays... Sorry, sorry, when the Raptors won. Right, right. been here when the, the Jays have gone pretty far. Like, it's yeah. it's always uh, fun in the city when... Uh, yeah. It's just a reason for people to get together. And exactly. it's like and, it, make, it's, and make me good money. Yeah. I love it. Get the <laughs> bars going, you know, right? Exactly. Uh, yeah. The Leafs fans have been... They've dwindled, really. Now they're going to come out of the woodwork again. Because, like, sure, the, yeah. the past few years, people are just like, yeah, whatever. But... Then we got Austin Matthews, mm. so yeah. this is our secret weapon. Yeah. I, uh, my your knowledge, your sports knowledge. My sports knowledge tells me that my uh, that my Eskimo brother Austin Matthews <laughs> <laughs> is gonna win the whole damn yeah. thing. Should I get an uh, Austin Matthews jersey now and just completely? Jo- I threw out my Leafs jersey last year, not because I was yeah, not because I was. I've had enraged. enough with this team. It's because uh, uh, I did go to a game a few years ago, and I was just out of my mind hammered and got a hot dog on it and just never fully came out of the jersey. So I was like, well, this is just like my Jays jersey. The way you said that, it's like I'm picturing just a hot dog yeah. now stuck to your jersey. <laughs> Somehow, yeah, yeah. No. Not the ketchup or the mustard, like literally the all dog. mustard, yeah. yeah. Oh, man. No relish, though. Yeah, yeah. Fuck that stuff. Uh, so yeah, Leafs are in the the second round of the playoffs, which Toronto we're, we're excited about that. That's pretty fun. So the city is is jumping, which sound, which is fun. I like that. I like when people get together. That's why I like wrestling. Brings people together, which is what we did on Thursday night. It is as well. Uh, well, are we gonna? I, well, first of all, I want to say huge announcement. We've got some announcements coming up. So uh, watch this space for that. Yeah, uh, the the biggest announcement that will change the face it's of gonna fucking shake you to the core. Yeah, is that what, what, what I'm trying to think of how TK does it on on Dynamite and how WWE did it with that the will Triple shake H. the foundations of pro wrestling yeah. forever. We're gonna shake the foundations the game, guys. <laughs> uh, hey, if you're listening to this, this is your first little tease here. We are going to shake the foundation of not only Poison Rana. But of post 
wrestling. Just the whole wrestling landscape. This Wednesday night. Yeah. Better tune in live to a to another show. The best show. Rewind a dynamite. Mm-hmm. Live on Post Wrestling's YouTube, youtube.com slash post wrestling. If not, the audio will be up on the post feed. But there's some big things going over Absolutely. there. And this is your your little tease here. If you made it this far, then you'll be you'll know to listen in. And uh, we're super excited. And that's not all because then we have more announcements. And you want you want another announcement? Well, then there's another announcement. So many announcements coming up. You won't even know. Yeah, what we, we've got to make this show. We we want bigger numbers for this show. So we're we're just teasing. It's like yeah, next Sunday, Brayden Harrington will make a huge <laughs> announcement. Huge. We need to start doing the graphic, don't we? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're gonna use Take that picture turns, of me like this. Announcing it. <laughs> you're gonna use the the terrible pictures of me. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, so yeah, huge announcements. Uh, Toronto listeners, Toronto area people, for anyone coming into some wrestling in the summer, definitely have your uh, ears and eyes tuned in. And same goes for next month. If you're in the Toronto area, we are going to be doing a double or nothing watch party. So look forward to hearing when we're going to put the tickets on for sale in the next week or so for that one as well. So, uh, yeah, double or nothing watch party happening in the city. We're going to be competing with the... AEW all in at Wembley ticket. You're going to have to make a choice, guys. Are you going to Wembley or are you coming to a double or another watch party? <laughs> well, we will be doing something for Wembley, hopefully, as Absolutely. well. So, yeah, lots of stuff going on uh, over with just everything in the summer. Did you, did you see uh, some tickets actually went on sale this week by accident? Um, so, first, I believe it was actually uh, Steph who managed to catch that seating plan, the seating chart with all the prices. Okay. Uh, which she screenshotted and tweeted out so people have an idea of what the prices are uh, for Wembley but I believe on is it Thursday um, there was like an accidental pre-sale that some oh. people were able to get tickets some have been already refunded others not so yeah uh, and now they've cut off the uh, the pre-sale um, like application thing so I got emailed my personal code they're doing personal codes this time other than you know normally it's like Type in AWVIP to get the pre-sale. They're yeah. doing like individual, okay. unique personal yeah, codes, yeah, yeah. which is interesting. Uh, but I think over 60,000 people have signed up. So I, th- I think this is going to be a huge week um, of sales for the Wembley show. All just for one big house show and for the pay-per-view to be the next yeah, day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> next week, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy though. Uh, I'm, I'm super happy with the way like... The, the, those numbers are coming out. Like you know, the demand has been high for a big show over mm. there. WWE hasn't done it. Like they they could have done a Mania there, yeah. and they haven't done. They've done that Clash of the Castle, but you know this is a, a lot bigger and and could you know rock the boat over there with seeing the visual of that many people in a spectacle. Uh, super excited. We know people traveling. I've got uh, friends from the states who are traveling in for it. Um, our friend and listener from Denmark. Emil is should be coming over for it as well. Hope he hope he went home this weekend. Oh yeah, so, shout out Emil. Uh, we got him a little <laughs> fucked up on Thursday. Yeah, you guys listen. We're we're, we're actually really nice people, and uh, we're bad influences. But we're bad influences. Yeah, we have a listener from Denmark who was basically an exchange student over here mm-hmm. uh, in, in his late in his mid twenties, and he was like, "Hey, you know, does anyone? I'm coming moving to Toronto for a few months. 
he ended up like I, we ended up helping him like find places to live with certain websites mm-hmm. and rent places. Then he went to Montreal, linked up with you in for the Elimination Chamber. Then here we had him over for Dynamite and did some watch parties and just became a little bit of a friend over mm-hmm. here. And all because he was just a listener who was like, "Hey, I'm from Denmark and I'm, I now live here." So. He just went back to Denmark today. Yes. So shout out Emil. Shout out Emil. He's listening somewhere. I, I wish, uh, we, we've talked about this before, but there's a, uh, a bar we go to uh, in the city that does uh, oyster shooters. <laughs> and I wish I got a video yeah. of Emil doing this oyster shooter. It's like, um, it's, it's like a mini Caesar. So like vodka with a little bit of Tabasco, a little bit of Clamato juice. Yeah. And then uh, you... You shoot it and then you have an oyster right away. Right away to yeah. chase. You it. hold the oyster comes on top of it, like in the shell, yeah. shucked, and then you hold both. Yeah. And I think Emil was concerned about the shot, and I also don't think he's ever had an oyster. So right. it was a pretty wonderful combination to watch. So he does the shot with us and he's like, Ugh, like a shot, okay, yeah. and then sees us do the oyster right away. So he goes to do that. And then I thought he was I thought he was gonna puke. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't. He no. held his own. But yeah, oysters, not for everyone. No. He had a second one, though. So. He did. The second yeah. one went down easier, yeah. I think. Yeah, for sure. Uh, no, so that was good fun. Uh, but we got a lot going on. We have, uh, obviously, weekly our Up Next review on the post-wrestling feed where we're talking about NXT. We had our our spring breaking review come out this week, which uh, they did pretty good numbers this week. Um, yeah. Up in the demo and, and a pretty good number for NXT. Uh, interesting show, especially with the draft around the corner and uh, Indy Hartwell spotted on Raw. Obviously, we're going to talk about the draft, but we're in a boot, so I imagine she's probably going to be out for a little bit of time. Um, yeah, let's draft the injured person. Well, uh, it, it makes it easier <laughs> to drop the title yeah, from her, I guess. Yeah. Um, Which we probably will see this Tuesday night, I imagine. We'll see some. There already is a women's tag team title match against Caden and K- Katana. Okay. Uh, Indy, I'm assuming, drops the title. JD is having his farewell match against Dragon Lee. Oh, did McDonough get drafted? JD got right. drafted as well. We should get into that in that yeah. bit. Yeah. We will get into the draft for sure. But uh, this Tuesday, you're... you're Stepping out, so uh, John Cena mm-hmm. is going to join me, and me and him will be talking about this episode because this is already sounding like a little bit of a stacked episode, yeah. and definitely some fallout from the uh, draft and everything. So Tuesday night on the post wrestling feed, me and Cena will be going live after NXT, and then the audio up on that feed as well. And then on this very free feed, uh, we've just dropped an episode of What Up Doe with John Cena and B Detroit, who uh, this week talking. All about the WWE draft and their fantasy draft. Is is John and B's Raw and SmackDown better yeah. than the Raw and SmackDown we're going to see? It's tough. I, I listened to it. Uh, finally, I charged my AirPods and I listened to it. And I was like, it's hard to pick. I don't want to give out my choice just left. I got to let it. I got to let some listeners go. But uh, would also allow people, let people know, sorry, uh, the Facebook group. Because we always post like threads and comments and we're going back and forth and uh, a lot of the shows we we go off on some of the stuff you guys say in there, and I know uh, those guys as well. But the draft was really fun and really entertaining. The the real tough question was the question they ended the show with was who's who's a bigger icon, Bob Marley or Michael Jackson? But that's a different conversation for a different Ooh. day. But great podcast over on that free feed. I'm gonna say Bob. I would say you love Bob. I love both. So I mean, both really is tough. huge, but I. When you say icon, I don't you know. see loads more like Bob Marley imagery, right? right? You see him on t-shirts, you see him on murals, like yeah. you don't see MJ as one. much like it's that. It's a tough. Yeah. 
Uh, so that's a free show on this feed. Shot in the Dark every week as well. We're seeing those looking at Level Up, Ring of Honor, all that other wrestling that you may or may not watch. Uh, we had a detox out a few weeks ago with myself and Jordan. So all these shows on this feed. But if you want more of us, patreon.com slash poisonrana. We have our Mario Bros. movie from 1993 out. We had some WrestleMania reviews out. We did a best match ever, Rey Mysterio Part 2, looking at all the outside of WWE stuff. And, well, next week is Backlash Mm. in Puerto Rico, which is pretty sweet. I wish we could be there. It would have been fun, yeah. So Maybe next time. Yeah, yeah. Although I'm looking at, I was really excited they announced Vikingo and Kenny for Triple Mania this summer. And I was like, oh, okay, that would be the one to go to. In Tijuana, I just don't trust myself in Tijuana. (laughs) So um, I'll wait for the next one. Uh, So um, we are going to be looking at a show that happened in Puerto Rico this week over on the Patreon. In in honor of Backlash next week, we are looking at New Year's Revolution. Revolution. New Year's Revolution. From your favorite year in wrestling, 2005. Yes. Last time they did a pay-per-view there. So we, we figured... Uh, it would be a good time to to look at this. I've never watched this pay-per-view in my All life. Right. I'm trying to even... I know it's a chamber. Okay. It's a chamber is the main event, right? Right. Um, I know William Regal and Eugene are on it. Is there an injury in that pay-per-view, I think, as well? There's like a... Spoilers. Uh, Maven's on the show? Fuck yeah, dude. Nice. Oh, that means we get to hear Maven's theme, which makes it even better. But yeah, Backlash next week. We'll be talking about it next week on Sunday because the pay-per-view is on Saturday. Muhammad Hassan versus Jerry Lawler. Wow. How excited. Are you? This sounds great. Yeah. Uh, so we'll be talking about that next week. Uh, we also just put out our review of The Mandalorian Season 3. Mm-hmm. We've been, if you've been following us over the years, we've been covering a whole lot of Star Wars. So uh, finally got around to talk about uh, the latest season of Mandalorian and kind of the, the future of the Star Wars universe, where we think things are going next and all the announcements that recently came out. And Lizzo. Yep. And Jack Black. Lizzo and Jack Black. And Grogu. Doc Brown. And Bin Laden. Yep. Sorry, Bin Jaren. Yep. What's his name? Bin Jaren. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that was some other shows. Bin Laden's on this lawsuit we're going to talk about in a second. <laughs> uh, yeah, there, yeah, we'll be talking about him briefly. Uh, so, yeah, lots of shows over on there. We're going to be putting out the, the May schedule because I know we have some other ideas. Obviously, this uh, New Year's resolution show coming out this week. But uh, we, have some, we have some other things cooking up. Uh, I can't remember what they are right now. But we'll be dropping that soon. So follow mm-hmm. the socials. It's only five bucks, guys, to become a friend over there, to become a, a friend of the show on our Patreon. You get access to all the, pa- the, the Patreon podcasts in that catalog. It's only five bucks. And if you want to join the top tier and become a family member for 25 bucks, you get to pick what you want us to talk about and you get to come on and chat with us and uh jared black just uh cashed in his up yours pick and was like hey my girlfriend and i recently binge watched all the succession we love the show the sesh and we want to come on there to talk about succession with you so uh just had jared join me last week to talk about episode five of the final season of succession and I'll be joined by Rich Fan this coming week to talk about episode six. Awesome. So, yeah, even You're more. You're almost caught up now, aren't you? Yeah, I just have to watch season four, whatever's awesome. happened so far. So, yeah, I'll, I'll be catching up this week for sure on, on that one. Um, I'm trying to, I'm, I, I think I'll make it. Maybe for I like the second will. last or something like that, maybe, or I last you one. Or you've got, yeah. yeah, you've got four, a month pretty much to catch up before the finale. 
Uh, I say, therefore I, I am. It is what I say. What Although is... the finale is happening the what same is... time as Battleground and Double or Nothing. No! That's all at the same time. No, it can't Are be. Are we going to, like, what? what's a, like a tricast? Oh. All three? Like, oh, yeah, no. I'm, I'm not particularly concerned about um, Battleground spoilers. <laughs> um, I'm looking forward to the show, but yeah. I'm not concerned about spoilers for that. But, man... Uh, staying spoiler free for the finale of Succession. Oh boy, tough. Okay, all right. Well, the session's a show over on the Patreon as well, so go check that out. And hey, we appreciate you listening, even to these free shows, because we love you, people. Well, now let's get into uh, this week in pro wrestling, and we're starting with the lead story here: Demand Lucha. <laughs> All right, this is because we went there yes. this week on Thursday night. We went to Demand Lucha, and anyone who's been listening to us, which is a few listeners who now go, a, a lot of listeners are saying hi to us at these it shows. It was packed this yeah. week. Oh, man, this was great. Honestly, uh, we just started going to these shows and started having so much fun, and that that's just our honest review of it. And we, we always go out of those shows just being like, that was a blast. So would highly recommend looking up Demand Lucha as their next show, especially anyone in town for uh, the Hamilton show. Yep. After the, the night after the Hamilton show in Toronto, the Thursday, they're doing a show. And Vikingo has been announced. Brian Cage is on it. Uh, Speedball. Speedball yep. is on it. Like, this show is, is going to be Gringo's crazy. Gringo's still defending. Yeah, Gringo's still champ. So, like, honestly, this one's going to be uh, just a, an absolute banger. And we will be there. John Pollock, we we dragged him he's to this show. Now, now he he fell in love with it, yeah. right? He just like it's just such a great atmosphere. Like they absolutely packed this hall, Parkdale Hall, which I think is a great setting for it. The acoustics there are amazing. It sounds like you're there, and it just sounds like the hottest product. We yeah. went to a GCW show recently, and I I enjoy this so much more. They've got some great talent. We we've started to like really start to enjoy. Some of the local talents. Yep. One, uh, one of the the like lucha doctors had his first match ever. He's normally just a manager yeah. at ringside, and he wrestled this week. And then we're like, he's fucking Jack, yeah. and he was really it's good, like Jose. Yeah. Um. So that was good. Uh. We had Gangrel. We got to Gangrel. To to Gangrel's. Theme, yeah. Hearing the brood cool. theme, dancing as he spit blood. Yeah. That was cool. Uh, honestly, like the the wrestling is always good. They always have like a mixture of like some indie dudes from the states and GCW talent and then like some local talent and it's just always a fun time and then like your imports of some lucha guys the main event was originally commander versus gringo mm. and then they said uh, commander couldn't make it but then he showed up anyways to join the match so it was so Arez they, yeah versus gringo versus commander but then kind of like halfway through the match commander kind of looked like he got hurt so there hasn't been it anything was, official it but. was the the moonsault to the outside right and he landed awkwardly and you saw him like limp to the back it, it was very like the Indy Hartwell yeah. like, spot this week, where it goes to the back and then you're going, all right, is this, is this a work or is yeah. it not? And then he came back and tried to wrestle, but then left. And it just ended up the singles match between Arez and Gringo, which, which felt like it ended a little suddenly as well. Yeah, but I um, hope he's okay. So I hope he's okay, because that would, that would suck. Like, it seems like, okay, they said travel issues, but it seems like maybe he was pulled because of signing with AEW, and then it might have been like, ah, you've got this prior commitment, go ahead and do it. And if you got injured from it, yeah, that would really suck. But uh, yeah, really, really great show. I had a great time. It was awesome. We met Bruce Lord 
and his brother Graham. Post wrestling, uh, yeah. Which was, uh, which was great to meet him, have some whiskeys. And yeah, I, I can't recommend this show enough. Okay, so like we've been going to wrestling shows. We've been going to these Demand Lucha shows for quite a while. And again, we will be at the next one. Can't uh, recommend it enough because the next one's stacked. But we are watching this match with like one of the bad guy doctor things versus Space Monkey, who's like a local. He's in the States too, yeah. a bunch. And he's pretty funny, but he's also a really good wrestler. And the the bad guy's manager gets involved. They take out a ref and then they take out another ref. And we're watching this. And our friend, Big Tom who's a security guard at this place, all of a sudden gets inside the ring and takes out the bad guys. Me and you. He tries to put on the ref shirt. Yeah, it doesn't and fit. He's huge. He's huge so, so he's like, whatever. And then like clothesline, JBL <laughs> clothesline from hell. Stan Hansen's this guy. And then is about to like double choke slam two wrestlers and then like stops. We lost our minds. He's our friend and like knew we were there. But like he, he said they asked him, hey, you want to do this spot? And he didn't tell us. Yeah. So our reaction was just me screaming. We have it on video and everything. It's just so funny because he's just our buddy. So seeing this. He gets slapped by Nova Kane and his glasses glasses break and go flying. Oh, my God. And I hope he's, I hope, I hope he's wrestling. Like the storyline wise is he's wrestling with. I'm not sure because we saw him after and we're like, go and give him a hug. And he's like, ooh, ooh. And it's like, what happened? He's like. I threw my back out making the pin. <laughs> so he tried to do, you know, the like the Charles Robinson, yeah. the, the graceful leap to the mat to count the one, two, three, and threw his back out. So I, I don't know if we'll be seeing him wrestle, uh, but yeah, I like I got emotional. I was like, yeah. man, that's our boy. Yeah. Um, the real, the real Hank and Tank. Yeah. Of, the real Hank storyline. It's, yeah. it's the security guard turn. Like all we need is all we need is him to hit the chug slam and the lariat again. Mm. And that's it. He doesn't need to do anything else. Nice. I think it was like a short arm lariat. Yeah. It was, it was really nice. I mean, Big Tom's big. So yeah. like, yeah. Uh, I mean, he's bigger than all the wrestlers. Actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it was just, it was just a moment. So if he does wrestle a match, we know someone now at cage match that can get him on there. Yeah. <laughs> we need that. We need that cage match page for Big, big Tom. Tom. And that, that's got to be his that's name. That's got to be his big name. Tom. There's no discussion. But yeah. it's also, there are so many regulars uh, at this thing who probably don't know Tom, but I've yeah. seen him do security there for the last year or yeah, so yeah. at these shows. I mean, you, it's hard to miss this guy. He's, he's huge and bald. Like we love Tom. Um, like so, the crap. He got one of the biggest, genuinely one of the biggest pops of the night. Because think about it, like indie- it was Commander returning, yeah. and it was Big Tom. <laughs> yeah, because because think about it, like these sh- indie shows, uh, it's the story. There's not much storyline in indie wrestling, right? Mm. But the fact that like we had the, the bad guys teaming up on a good guy, instant crowd reaction. Yeah. Then we had the bad guys beat up a ref, instant crowd reaction. Then you had all of a sudden the security guard who has been working security of the show the whole time. He's been there the whole mm. time. All of a sudden to step in, it's like came out of nowhere and genuinely like Shaw. It was just so funny. And even our, our John Pollock was yeah. like, "Hey, that was that was awesome. Congratulations!" Yeah. And he's like, "That was better than the whole even doing it." Like <laughs> Pollock saw me get in the ring. He's like, "Look at that!" So yeah. wow, what a day, what a night. Demand Lucha, honestly, can't really say enough good. good things about it. I thought Sam Adonis really stood out as well. Like his heel work, is, yeah, the Rudo he really knows how to like get the crowd. Corey Graves' brother, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, good stuff. Um, well, that was Demand Lucha. Again, uh, really recommend going there. Uh, we'll be at every show. Um, but it's another week of wrestling, which means another week of CM Punk news. 
Uh, and he was making quite the stir this week. We talked about it briefly on Tuesday, how he appeared uh, backstage at Monday Night Raw. Since some details have come out that he, uh, you know, was on a, a flight apparently with some wrestlers and they invited him back and he was there the whole time, like basically kind of in catering and open view, seemed to make amends with The Miz. Nice. Had a bit of a chat with uh, Triple H. Um, so, and then, I don't know, is it the apology tour continues? Has that meeting with Jericho that we've heard about? It does sound like they're going to work together. Not much news has really come out in regards of what was said or what's happened, but it, it seems like they're moving forward and at least amicable. Um, and then continues the tour by going to Impact. And just chilling out backstage at Impact. So he's going everywhere where he doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> but so what's going on? Yeah. Uh, also, did he have a meeting with Triple H and saw Triple H's beautiful shaved head and glorious facial hair and went, hmm, I should look like that. And then went home and took a razor to his head. Cause he, oh, I've not even seen this. He's, he's bald right now. Is he? We've seen him bald before. Yeah, he yeah, switches yeah. his look yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, right? I, I like when he switches his look up. Uh, I, it's just so weird. So this guy, again, just you can't. we can't keep his name out of all our mouths because he's been everywhere. He's saying sorry all around the world today. <laughs> this is basically what it is. The, punk, the Summer of Punk Apology Tour 2023. <laughs> Put that on a shirt if it's not already. So, yeah, who's he got next? Like, well, he said sorry to The Miz. He's, he, he has... He has in interviews been like, oh, Roman Reigns is now amazing. So I feel like he already has that thing, yeah. like that bridge is, is fixed or whatever. But uh, I think like I think he's seeing Colt Cabana's mom in June. Uh, <laughs> Penciled her in. Yeah. The Bucks are sometime in November or December or something. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's I mean, I, there's like rumors and stuff going around. Some people are saying maybe this is like, you know, uh, an anger management thing that he's been like told to kind of make amends it seems like it was a surprise to AEW. no one in AEW knew that he was going to be appearing uh backstage at raw right um it's just it's not like this is the first time wwe has been in chicago like since he's left you no. know it's it's it is interesting and it is a a step forward but it is also something that i can see pissing off a lot of the AEW roster as well it's like shouldn't you be trying to maybe make amends with us before you're making amends with the Miz. Yeah. Yeah. Very true. Uh, I, I imagine when he does come back, like if this whole collision thing is legit and happening at the United Center, then like that's the the return. I'd call it the next dance yeah. <laughs> if they wanted that. Uh, it is, it is weird. You'd hope that he has made amends with people and kind of keeping the curtain Somewhat closed purposely because it's, you know, this is all this wrestling. It's still a work and stuff. But. So the talks are, I think they're planning to officially announce this uh, collision Saturday show uh, kind of mid-May. I think 17th off the top of my head is that like a press meeting kind of thing. Okay. Um, and by the sounds of it, it's going to be uh, Punk, uh, FTR, um, Jericho, and I assume by extension the JAS. Um, but talks about Dave on the Observer said um, potential uh, debut slash return. Uh, Miro's name's been thrown around. So that, I mean, he's been someone I've been wanting to see come back for a long time. Um, any Anyone else, like, as far as 
debuts or returns do you see? Because I, I think at least to start with, they're going to try and absolutely load this show. It's just so weird. It's like this show's going to get more ratings than Wednesday because it's got Punk and all mm. these. Other, it's got potentially Goldberg or something. Yeah. Like who is who? What are they like? What does that mean? Who's going to show up or return or whatever? But like. If you're asking who, what side people are going to pick, obviously people like us and like hardcore wrestling nerds are going to watch both shows to definitely at first to see what, what the hell the difference is. But if you're seeing, they're going to see like people are going to pick whatever punks on over anything else. So like to say they're leading like a, is this like a brand split or something? Probably like what I would kind of prefer it where it's, you know, mainly punk, mainly hangs out on a Saturday, but it's not official. Like this is the Saturday roster. This is the Wednesday roster. If it is keeping these people apart, there's no reason why you can't have the elite on one Saturday and punk on the Wednesday and flip it around. But I think if they want to make this, this show work, that is, it probably does make sense to do more of a split. Like, yeah, it's you've so got silly. to, if you want to see punk, if you want to see Jericho, if you want to see FTR, you've got to tune in on a Saturday. So it does kind of make sense rather than, the roster across all three shows and well, I'll, I'll watch dynamite and I'll get a recap of what happened, you know? So it probably does make sense from a business point of view of trying to get this thing off the ground. Um, but we'll see how it plays out. Uh, we've seen Tony Khan in the past, like learn from WWE mistakes recently. He's been falling into a lot of the WWE mistake traps, but it'd be interesting to see what his take on a, a roster split is. Yeah, like, as a fan, this is, wait, like, is Rampage just going to be gone? Like, this is too much already. Like, it's so... Well, I, I think Rampage hasn't meant anything for a while. Yeah. So I think that very much is your, that is your Sunday Night Heat-style show now. And this is going to be more of your SmackDown. Because, like, it's it sounds a bit much and it sounds a bit crazy, but I would imagine the reason is because they're like, oh, you want another wrestling slot? Sure. You want to make another 70 plus million a year from stuff? Yeah, sure. Like there's probably big, it's TV and yeah. live TV is what is keeping TV alive. As someone who works in TV, mm. live TV. So having another property, another show is, even if it's getting, you know, low 200,000 viewers, that's still live thing, like a pr- property and airing it. So like, I totally understand that. It's just like, as a fan, it's like, oh my God, there's well, so just, much wrestling. <laughs> just with this show as well. It's like, we are going to want to watch this. Both of us work nights on a Saturday. So it's like, am and I, if we're not, why would I stay in? Am I just having four hours sleep and then getting up to watch this thing before recording? Just like more wrestling. We, yeah. Are we moving this show around? Like, I don't know. Like yeah. it's, um, but yeah, it's, I'm sure this time next week we'll be chatting even more about CM Punk and stuff, but it's the wheels are in motion now. So yeah, interesting, interested to see, but I, I'd be happy if we get a, you know, a Miro and a Goldberg on a Saturday. Yeah. Keep, maybe keep dreaming, but I'm not, I'm not too sure. Uh, if Goldberg's on the Saturday show, that means juice and switchblade should be on it so that we could have bullet club Goldberg. Yeah. That's what I want to see. Well, we also had, uh, while we're in the theme of uh, roster splits, we had the start of the WWE draft on Friday Night SmackDown. Draft day. Yeah, and um, this was drafted across um, SmackDown, and then they had some more picks on Saturday. So uh, you've got the uh, uh, Roman Reigns and Solo Sokoa with Paul Heyman as the first draft pick to SmackDown. Cody Rhodes 
staying on Raw, um, which kind of points me in the direction <laughs> that maybe he's going to win uh, the this, consolation prize. This yeah. belt that his father never won. The runner-up title, yeah. yeah. Um, we've got Bianca Belair moving from Raw to SmackDown. And in like a little video, she was calling herself the SmackDown Women's Champion. We talked about lineages on Tuesday. Like, I don't know what the lineages of these women's titles are. Like, just change the names. Yeah. Have the undisputed, have the universal. Yeah. And WWE Women's Champion. Why isn't there the Raw Women, the Raw Men's? Like, yeah, if you're going to do that. You can flip it way easier without having to swap titles. Yeah. Uh, Becky Lynch to Raw, uh, Street Profits to SmackDown, uh, Gunther. Uh, Ludwig Kaiser and Giovanni Vinci to Raw, uh, putting them on the sh- same show as Cody, which I think that little teaser of Gunther and Cody at the end of the Raw Rumble, for sure, that's something that really has my interest. Honestly, like I know he's the IC champion, but like he should be the one to be the champion yeah. on Raw in the next year or so, both. for sure. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Let's do more double titles. Yeah. Uh, Edge moving to SmackDown. Um, I feel he's been more of a like a just guy floating around but like him actually on uh smackdown riddle to raw you got bobby lashley moving to smackdown i see potentially a roman match down the line he's a big okay. name who roman hasn't really fought for a while uh drew moving back to raw again another big name putting him in the mix for this i assume some sort of tournament for this title yeah so he's not going to aw people yes i don't know where that came from <laughs> uh the oc aj styles returning yeah uh, gallows and anderson they're like oh our friend's back so we get a job again job they've been they've been probably sitting pretty they're for the, the luckiest fucking yeah yeah we've discussed that a bunch uh with Michin mia yim moving to smackdown miz to raw am i missing something why is she with them because uh, they they like drinking and, and Japanese culture. Right. She's not Japanese, right? No, but she likes her anime and stuff. Right, okay. Nice. Yeah. Can I join the OC then? I like Japanese culture. <laughs> you probably, I, I, I probably fit I in with think, them. I don't think Gallows or Anderson would be like, nah, I feel like... <laughs> I feel like I fit in with yeah. them. <laughs> I think so. I kind of look like them. You got... Yeah, you're like both of them. <laughs> yeah, <first>. yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just be their kid. You're not the first person to say that. <laughs> uh, damage Control to SmackDown, Nakamura to Raw. Uh, you've got the NXT Women's Tag Team Champions, Alba Fire and Isla Dawn, moving up. Yeah. I mean, obviously, we'll, we'll discuss more on, on Up Next as well. But this was pretty cool. Uh, seeing the clip where Sean is like, oh, I don't want to say this one. This one makes me upset, which is like, come on. And then he says it's these two. And... They looked as if they did not know. Yeah. They looked genuinely surprised and kind of emotional as well. So, And we've been calling for this for a bit, but the witches are coming to SmackDown. It's kind of, especially this, I mean, this title has flip-flopped so much and now you're going to have to vacate it or have them drop it on Tuesday to uh, Chance and Katana. Uh, sorry, Caden uh, and Katana. Um, but I, I think this this makes sense, this call-up. They're, they're both like very ready in ring wise and i think the gimmick's gonna gonna work and it's good we've been saying this for a while we need actual tag teams to move up not just thrown together people so i think that makes a lot of sense and then indy hartwell moving to to raw um obviously she seemed to get hurt this week and guts her way through to retain that title i do see that being vacated though on tuesday uh with the call up and the injury just makes a lot of sense um, but again, it, it's kind of a shame because this title's flip flopped a little bit recently with the weird 
Roxanne Perez win uh, suddenly with Amandy Rose leaving and then vacating, not vacating the title, losing it in the ladder match, then not winning it in the three-way. Yeah, it's been messy. It's been a little messy. Um, but yeah, no, I'm I'm super excited about these picks. Indy, when she gets back and healthy, like that'll be great. Imagine when Candice eventually comes back in wrestling. I was gonna, like, yeah, so she will be on Raw with, uh, yeah, looking at this, the next picks, yeah. Dexter Loomis, Candice LeRae, and I would assume Johnny Gargano all on Raw. This is the way. Um, so you can have the way together. Um, Viking Raiders with Valhalla to Raw. Uh, Marseille and Mansoir with Maxine Dupree on Raw. Uh, Zoe Stark being called up as well. Yeah. I think she's someone as well we've, we've said been ready for a while. The wrestling especially, yeah. I hope she stays the heel character. Yes. Yeah, yeah definitely. Uh, yeah, and going against... Wait, no, Becky's just... Uh, sorry, Bianca's just moved. But I, I could see Zoe being potentially pretty good there as a heel challenger for... Yeah, people. I know Indy's hurt, so we won't. she won't really make an impact for quite a while until she's b- ready and back. But I see the witches dropping the NXT titles and picking up the women's WWE titles pretty soon, I would imagine. Like, yeah. Honestly, um, going, going, going back to them, like as soon as like they're on TV... Mm. Their their character is going to get over with a lot of fans because you know so. you know Spooky people Avenue like yeah stuff. people love this stuff so like I honestly think that it'll work for them so I am really uh, I've grown to like like them and I'm kind of really happy for them especially from watching them from before NXT and NXT stuff UK, like that yeah. so really really great to see that but uh, excited for Indy and Zoe and you're, there's so many different matches that kind of can add to that I'm I know that this was just night one I mm. imagine there might be a few more that. I get think into so. the mix, but uh, JD McDonough and Apollo Cruz from NXT moving up as well to Raw. Apollo looked really excited, like he hasn't been on the main roster before. But yeah, I, I don't know where you're going with him. JD's an interesting one. I, I saw him in my head as more of a a SmackDown person. Okay, um, I'm. I wonder where he'll slot in to Raw. Uh, but yeah, I, I like his wrestling, so I am curious to see what they do with him. Uh, Natalia, Sonya Deville, and Chelsea Green to Raw. Uh, Hit Row and Lacey Evans to SmackDown. Omos, Mustafa Ali, and Dolph Ziggler as free agents. Free agents. Whatever that means. Yeah. So um, there's more on Monday, right? By the time more on Monday. I'd imagine uh, you're going to have, I think, Seth Rollins stays on Raw with Becky being there and this new title. He, it makes most sense for him to be there. Yeah. Um, I see Grayson Waller moving up to, I'd say, SmackDown. I if think. he's not injured after last week, apparently he got some sort of an injury. He was limping around yeah. a little bit, yeah. Um, who else? Do we see Bron moving up? Honestly, yeah. I just I don't know so. what show, but yeah, he should. I, I think so. But yeah, uh, I, I am interested to see where this uh, Triple H roster split is. We haven't had one of these for a little bit. So I, and with the introduction of a, a new title, I think they are going to at least... For the beginning, we'll see how long it lasts, but at least for the beginning, be a bit like harder with this split. I think they'll be harder with the split, but they'll still do mixed shows. So like you still have different matches from different shows. I don't think we're going to get separate pay-per-views. No, no. Yeah. Um, but, but I think it's it's good timing as well, because in the past they've done this, you know, like right before SummerSlam or right before a Survivor Series, and it's just been messy. I think they're doing... It makes sense. It's like we're doing backlash and then May 6th is when this all comes into effect. I think that seems a lot cleaner. Um, I still think it, I still think it's a bunch of BS because they're already like, oh, by the way, next week, 
so and so's on Raw. I think we're gonna still get that. I don't all think so right year. away. I think I uh, think after a year we'll be back to how this yeah. is. But I I really hope they try and like stick to this a bit more. Yeah, it it's especially introducing a new title. Like you've you've got to. Otherwise, if you if you want to make that title mean something, it's got to be established as that top title on that brand. Right. Um. But yeah, I'll, I'll be curious. To see, I'm most excited about the NXT call ups. Absolutely. And like when Indy was called up, Sean like throws this thing like, oh man, because it's like, it seemed genuine. Again, this could all be like part of it, but it seemed like they didn't tell him and that's the way it was presented, right? Like he didn't know that these were his picks. So Sean running NXT, having his first WWE draft. It's just, it's just like the old days where Triple H was like, I'm cooking down NXT. I got these hot stars finally. And oh, what? What's that? Oh, oh, you. Brought them up to the main yeah. run. Okay. <laughs> look, now look, it's Sean. Sean's yeah. going through the same thing. Triple Triple H. H. I just want to see how you... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I always wanted to do that. <laughs> I always wanted to just pluck away your stars. But yeah, uh, more drafts on Monday. I'm, I, I think if they do it right, it could be pretty fun and exciting for the next year yeah. with Triple H running stuff. Uh, other stuff in WWE this week. Um, the the main thing was the, uh, the tag match, the tag rematch from WrestleMania. Usos versus... Uh, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens with Sami and Kevin uh, retaining um, and uh, the the look at the end, mm. the disappointed younger brother slash dad Solo Sokoa as Jay and Jimmy look defeated. Uh, what does this mean for them in the bloodline? Um, we were kind of talking on air the other day about, oh, it's weird that this is on smackdown and you're doing the six man yeah on the show but i think this is to set up to whatever happens at that show okay we'll, we'll find probably these two kicked out of the bloodline is okay. what i'm imagining right uh, i like the match like wrestlemania main event rematch it was really good but like never want to hear anyone go off about the young bucks and how many super kicks they no. do in a match ever again because no. <laughs> the gimmick has been shifted over to these guys oh, a yeah. long time ago but Wow, I don't know. I, I lost count yeah. in this one. The Mania one was ridiculous. I think this one even had more, yeah. but still a great match. And the storyline keep going. I imagine you go to Jay versus Roman again. Well, I, I wonder if few uh, the Usos are like exiled to Raw because you had Roman and Solo drafted to SmackDown okay. without the inclusion of the Usos. Right, so right, right. I wonder if we're going to have some sort of like them move to Raw for a bit and have them separate true and maybe trying to fight their way back into bloodline i don't know but i'm i'm interested in the next step and i i think we uh yeah i mean you'll keep them on smackdown because i think that jay um jay roman rematch down the line should should probably happen yeah come full uh circle with that but yeah I, I enjoyed the match it obviously wasn't a patch on the wrestlemania one but that's like the whole circumstances being main event of a wrestlemania Sammy and Kevin winning the title. Yeah, it's uh, it's different second time round. But as far as TV match was pretty good. And so are, are we splitting these titles then? Yeah, I get like they've not been drafted yet. So oh, true. Okay. Um, yeah i I would think possibly they get drafted to different shows. I can't <laughs> I can't imagine you having two world titles and then floating tag team champions. It's weird, right? Seems a little weird. But does that mean they've then got to introduce like? women's uh, like second women's yeah oh belts. god like i just i would prefer it if you just you're these champions you move from brand to brand but i don't know 
Yeah, you could do something like a tournament on one, like leading into a pay-per-view, like a tournament on the other brand being like the winner of this one faces that or things like that. Or you have, you know, Sammy and Kevin individually defending both sets until they lose one and then whatever one they kept is the brand they're on, maybe something like that. Uh, Anything else from WWE this week? No, I mean, the the draft is kind of the big thing. Backlash being next weekend with... uh, with a, a pretty interesting card with the the Bad Bunny stuff, like it's it's gonna be crazy because like again, people don't un, un, they underestimate the popularity of Bad mm. Bunny. Definitely the popularity of Bad Bunny in a sold out is it a stadium? Yeah, in his home. Like this is gonna be crazy. Or a dome or something. Yeah, yeah, it's a big, big big venue. I'm I'm super excited to watch this show. So we we were thinking maybe a tag or a six man or something, but they announced it's gonna be a street fight. Bad Bunny versus Damien Priest. Street fight tonight. In what I assume is the main event. Um, yeah, the poster is now that match. So, so. that's pretty cool. Um, like, that's going to be nuts. You figured they had a Ray match, though, right? Like, Ray versus Dom 2 or something? I figured it was Dom and... Well, it, unless you, you could do, uh, like, Finn and Finn and Dom versus Ray and Santos. Maybe put that on the show. Or is the fact we're having a street fight... Is that where you're going to just get all these people involved helping out? Like, yeah, but you'd Legato figure doing spots. Yeah, and, but you'd figure you'd get a Ray ma- like entrance and Ray match and everything yeah. on that, or yeah. just the tag. I don't. I, I I reckon you'll do Santos and Ray versus uh, versus Dom and Finn. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Add that because so far I have the card here. It's that six man you mentioned: Riddle, Owens, and Sammy versus the Bloodline. Uh, Cody and Brock, obviously, which is pretty huge. You imagine maybe that's the main event, if or maybe Bad Bunny. Oh, Cody and Brock. Yeah, I I think in Puerto Rico. Yeah, it might as well be Bad, Bad Bunny. Bunny. The yeah. San Juan Street Fight, right? He can sing himself to the ring. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. I, my favorite Bad Bunny song is Dakiti. I don't know if it's necessarily a good theme for him, but I, I he should play himself mm. out to the ring. That would be some badass stuff if this dude's coming out while spitting. I'm I'm for it. Ripley versus Zelina Vega. Yep. Don't see Rhea dropping that one. No, but it's going to, it makes sense to put this match, like, you know, Zelina's background as well. Yeah. Like, loading it with your, like, for like sure. Latin American talent. Yeah, that's why I'm like, yo, where's Rey Mysterio's yeah. match? <laughs> with Santos, let's go. Uh, Seth freaking Rollins versus Omos. Dream match here. Seth's going to stomp gonna get the best match. Yeah, how high is that stomp going to have to be? <laughs> Off the top rope. Got to get this guy to bend. You got to get down. Yeah, yeah. true. Yeah. Uh, Austin Theory versus Lashley versus Bronson Reed. For the US, yeah. right? Um, yeah, I mean, it, it depends. Lashley has been drafted to SmackDown, right? So with Gunther going to... Oh, true. Draw, okay. Unless, I mean, that doesn't mean that... I don't think Theory or Reed has been drafted True, okay. Either. So right. whoever's winning this is going to SmackDown, I assume. Yeah, okay. Uh, and then the match actually I'm most excited for, Bianca Belair versus EO Sky. Yeah. Finally. Finally. She's getting a one-on-one huge pay-per-view singles women's t- championship match in a dome stadium, whatever this is. Man, I'm excited. I I can't really – I remember there was a four-way in NXT. I can't really remember much of a singles we were, match between We were two. at that four-way. We were at the, four, the four-way. That was New York, was it? Yeah. So these two know each other. Uh, they They have some history, but – like Bianca's on top of the game. She's basically yeah. John Cena in WWE right now. And EO is my favorite. And I think been waiting 
The damage control thing's been a bit iffy. I'm not going to lie. I'm not the... I really should be loving it, and I'm not really... No, I agree. And I'm not really... So them being drafted is actually probably what's best for that, but I don't see EO winning this necessarily, but... So damage control are staying on Raw, are they? Oh, really? Or, I thought, or, or, no, they went no, to SmackDown. They've moved to SmackDown? Okay. I think so, yeah, because Michael Cole and Bailey and all that. Yes, stuff, they're, yeah. yes, they're moving to SmackDown. Yeah, so this could go either way. I don't see... I, I think you're, uh, you're keeping this on yeah. Bianca for an eventual... Huge, Rhea yeah, match. yeah, true. Yeah. But but honestly, I'm just excited for the match. And EO is again like my fave, so I, I'm ex- expecting this to be a, a banger. Yeah. Essentially, should be so. good. Yeah, it should be a fun show. Yeah. So in backlash next week, we'll talk about it next Sunday afternoon on this very show. In a bit more of uh, WWE uh, WWE news, uh, former writer for uh, WWE has filed a lawsuit against. Um, uh, sorry, her name's Brittany Abrahams. Um, and has filed a lawsuit against WWE, in particular, I think, um, Vince McMahon, uh, Stephanie McMahon. I'm trying to get the rest of the names here. But few people um, for being wrongfully terminated and has also put out um, all these kind of uh, racist stereotypes that have been pitched in writing rooms. Um, oh, yeah. So- let's, let's remember that WWE's... Yeah. Sucks. <laughs> so uh, her firing came under the pretext of taking one of the commemorative chairs at WrestleMania. Um, so, you know, you have the commemorative chairs that you apparently she took one of these chairs and that was a uh, wow. reason for firing her. By the sounds of it, it's maybe she's been quite vocal in these uh, writing rooms and stuff about being against certain stereotypes and things being pitched around. And this was maybe an excuse to be like, oh, you shouldn't have done that. We're going to have to let you go. Wow. Um, so some of the things she mentioned was she brought up the uh, the Apollo Crews character, which obviously we saw play out on TV. Um, she uh, brought up like lines that would be uh, pitched for Bianca Belair, which I think apparently Bianca stood up against as well about like, uh, oh, don't let me take my earrings off to fight you or whatever, which is okay, yeah. a stereotype um, of kind of, you know, black women. Um, Reggie being pitched to be put in drag and then caught by uh, Shane Thorne, who would have a hunter gimmick where he'd be hunting Reggie and lock him in cages and things like that. And then Insane. maybe uh, the wildest one is uh, Mansoor or Mansoir, uh, having a deep secret about how he was behind the 9-11 attacks uh, at a grand old age of six. Yeah, he would have been how six old? Six years old, I believe, when, when 9-11 happened. Um, yeah, so the obviously they're like it's it's WWE. We've seen like we've seen the Apollo Crews gimmick and yeah. we've seen uh, Kira Tozawa as a ninja and racial stereotypes is nothing new. Uh, but the lawsuit is at was she terminated like rightfully wrongly yeah. and so yeah yeah we've wa- if you've watched wrestling for years you've we've seen it scattered through the thing the internet is so accessible uh, you know, there's footage of this mm. for years of this kind of stuff and it's like now it's coming kind of people are like hey they're still doing that which mm. is like th- very shocking uh we didn't see the Reggie stuff on TV. I was not aware of, and I know there's pictures floating around with the, the Shane Thorne wearing the hunter's hat. Yeah. 
that's interesting. Like I wasn't aware of that. Obviously, the story coming about the nine eleven storyline, like that's just ludicrous. Mm. Like what? If you imagine you put that on TV, you would be just ridiculed, and they would have been like absolutely like t- taken apart, and yeah. rightfully so, right? Like how stupid is that? And so silly. Like who came up with that? And like it seems like there's maybe still some old guard. In WWE, I mean, this was what a year, two years ago. Yeah. They, these these things. So like, you know, things maybe there has been different people in and out of stuff. But like, wow, what the hell? Like, I I think back when you know I'm watching wrestling. I'm talking about the greatest year of wrestling, 2005. There was it was littered with that stuff. That's the iconic Vince dropping the end bomb in yeah. front of Booker T and John Cena, and everyone just was like, yeah, that's fine, that's okay. It's like what. Years later, it's like that's the one clip they 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 wish they could remove. But the, again, the internet it's forever. Uh, there's the Mexicals. Yep. Like there's it's it's been going on for years. It's I like it has, and like I'm not I'm not defending WWE for some of these gimmicks, but also I can understand from a a writer's room point of view. There's probably hey, there's no bad ideas. What do you have? And Jeez. you know, like okay, we didn't they didn't go with the man the sort yeah, of thing. Yeah. Um, but I think there is an element, like anything creative, when you've got a bunch of people, it is just throwing ideas into the fire and see, okay, what works? There's a nugget there. That's awful. Like that kind of thing. Um, and I, I think stereotypes are, are difficult to like navigate around. Okay, take the take the Apollo Crews thing, which uh, I I haven't heard from him as a performer, how he felt about it. But they're playing up his his background in character. It wasn't like suddenly he did justify why he now has this accent. Right. And like respectfully, like that character had the IC title in a WrestleMania match. He's on NXT seeing the future. Like, so it's, it's, I don't know, our stereotypes always racist necessarily are you to ignore someone's yeah. background completely to just and these are just people like i i I, I i again we're two white guys but i i see when they say yo seamus tell everyone you're the irish warrior and make sure your accent's real thick and is it and like, like similar guinness and yes yeah, like you know he, he doesn't look like he drinks a lot of guinness he's jack but i'm like you know apollo cruz true yeah uh like apollo cruz i i personally haven't had like anyone be like, Oh my God, like that's so like racist. And again, he really hasn't said anything. Uh, it was really jarring when all of a sudden he had a, an accent, yeah. but you're right. He, the on screen character was like, no, I I'm standing up for like my, my heritage and stuff. Exactly. I was like, Oh, he's being like a, like a Nigerian prince. Okay. Yeah. I, I maybe like, tell me, please, am I wrong? I didn't see too much wrong with that aspect mm. of the character. But if you're telling me, hey, uh, Mansoor's behind 9-11 because he's from over there. It's like, what? Like, no, I, that's a – and that wasn't used on TV, yeah. right? But I also have watched stuff on TV that I'm like, oh, that was not cool. No. Nope. And that's still in the past, like, only a few years. You mentioned Akira Tozawa. They were like, yeah, let's just make him a fucking ninja because yeah. he's Japanese. Like, come on. That's that's a little – that's clear as day. That's just and kind of some racist. Obviously, things like having a uh – a white hunter, Australian, Australian going after a, a black man and locking in him in a drag cage and cages is what absolutely the, like yeah. not a good look at all. 
But as uh, Frank in the chat brings up, we have Italian mobsters murdering <laughs> Kill people, people on NXT. So it's it's where does where does a stereotype become offensive? You have William Regal drinking cups of tea. You know, like I'm not offended by that. <laughs> it's an easy stereotype of British people. Right. I think when it when it becomes uh, portraying people in a like derogatory way or like certainly as i said that that hunter script yeah. uh, thing is very offensive having mansoras uh behind saudi and I, and i think that demographic especially you should be go- trying to go against that right like how many times we've seen with mustafa ali when we see him create those promo videos where he's outside and he's talking about how he used to be a cop in chicago and all that sort of stuff he's so compelling and so many times I felt the urge, ah, oh, we kind of just want to make him a terrorist. So he's ridiculous. Brown. Yeah, it's you so know, ridiculous. Like, that's where it's it's yeah. bad. It's so ridiculous. That 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 totally is true, like of how they just want to go back to like the well essentially of doing this constantly. And you know, again, the, this is from the past few years. Maybe things you you would hope are, are a bit different, but it's WWE, you kind of would imagine that's somewhat this way but yeah uh like it's not shocking news that this person's like hey there's there's they're racist or what it's like yeah we 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 watched we watched for years you saw all this stuff throughout yeah. the years numerous things we could see here all day for hours going through all the different things they've done and it's like yeah in today's age you don't see it as much but you still do it's also i mean i don't know from a like tv point of view like it's uh I'm trying to think how to word this. It's like, well, it's not like we are not using people of certain demographics. Right. You know? Right. Which would be, oh, I'm not using him because he's black or whatever. Right, right. It's they are trying to come up with stuff. I don't know. At the end of the day, I think it's going to be very hard for her to prove that she's wrongfully terminated. And And the racist kind of like accusations, which there might be some truth in that. I don't know how it ties with her. At the end of the day, you're going to have to prove, were they right in firing her for this reason? I guess. Just shouldn't have taken that chair, Shouldn't bro. have taken that chair. Um, Shout out uh, um, B Detroit in the chat. He says, the Apollo Crews character would have been the same, but it would have worked without the accent. Yeah. And I think he's totally right. True. Like, if he goes, I'm sick and tired of, what, what was his gimmick before that? I can't even remember. Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's the, this guy's had nothing, right? And like that didn't was need the that, that's the best he's been. To in be this fair, company. I, like, I remember being like, "Oh, he looks so much. He looks so cool with the the outfit and stuff." But then when he talked, I was kind of like, eh, "Was that needed?" Yeah. So I, I, yeah, fair enough. But like, I, I'd be really interested to hear from the performers, which I doubt we ever are, unless you know right Apollo gets released and he's on Renee's podcast with Jericho's or something. Yeah. But like, they're they're the people I'd want to hear from how comfortable or uncomfortable are they from doing it like there must be so much more that hasn't come to light right like yeah. other people's stories other writers other characters other wrestlers that have like you know things said or mentioned to them or brought up or pitched to them that they're like oh my god and if had come would come out would be like shocking i'm sure there's dozens of cases hundreds of cases of so many different think of all the performers through the past years who've come and gone of all the crazy hell stephanie mcmahon alone has said like vince has pitched some crazy shit so like yeah so like imagine there's so much out there that will eventually you know come to light when wrestlers do interviews and podcasts and Mm. when they're retired or out of the wwe that eventually 
you know, let things out in the open, like will yeah. come out. And the same is in Hollywood. I, I was just reading like the, I, I was a big fan of the Lawrence brothers and they have the podcast about their shows and stuff. And one of the Lawrence brothers was like, just on a podcast the other was like, yeah, someone offered me a huge Marvel role. I went to audition and they told me, Hey, get naked. And like, I'm not going to out who they are, but they're still working. It's like, sorry, what? Like, this is like, the shit is happening all over the world and entertainment is just mad, enormously yeah. fucked, right? But like, for WWE, with all these stories coming out, it's like, there's gotta be a lot of things that someone, like, there's gotta be wrestlers sitting on something that made them mad that are like, I got pitched this ridiculous idea that. Oh, sure. I won't talk about, but yeah. like, wow, it was bad. And there's, there's probably a lot of those instances, unfortunately, but there's a lot of stuff that, ha- that has come out that has been good. And like, is it, is it wrong to just be like, WWE is so fucked. I just won't watch any of their stuff. It's like, has it, is it too far gone now that we're like, yeah, it's WWE. I'll still watch it. Like, I don't, it, it's weird as a fan, right? Cause I see so many people, Twitter people. That's my own fault for being on it still. But, oh, I, how could you watch WWE? It's their, their racist evil company. It's like, fuck, I just want to watch Bad Bunny in a street yeah. fight. I'm so, like, fuck, I'm sorry, right? Like, what am, what am I supposed to do? It's also like, yeah. I don't know. Can I, I not use this computer because it's made by yeah. these evil people? I wear Nikes like, on my feet and like I feel bad, but difficult. like fuck, man. Like yeah. I don't know. There's, there's, like I, I, we, you know, I could come across as an ass, but it's like I pick and choose of my selective outrage, and I, I have chosen in the past and still am. Vince McMahon, I'm so happy he's gone right now. Kind of, sort mm-hmm. of, but like I'll be a lot happier when he's not involved. Yeah. But, like, sadly, he's still involved. So it's, like, it makes us, like, can I just, I'm just going to enjoy the wrestling. Wrestling is supposed to be my outlet, and it's supposed to be my excuse away from the outside world. But it's, like, oh, man, just just want to watch the silly fake yeah. sports sometimes. <laughs> well, someone we might get an exit interview from soon is Roderick Strong. Hey. The to AEW, who made his debut this week in a bit of a shock. We know he's been off of NXT TV for quite a while yeah. after... Damon Kemp almost murdered him. Like this was one of the most savage beatings of all time. He's been on TV since last year. Um, And then, yeah, very quietly, I guess got his release and uh, debuted on AEW this week to help out longtime friend, Adam Cole. More people got to be like Roderick Strong. Just be quiet. Don't tell people. Don't tell people things. Don't trust, don't trust your, your stooges as people say, don't, you know, because, like, no one saw this coming. Mm. Like, we thought we'd see him pop up on NXT again. We thought Diamond Mine was forever. <laughs> Apparently, that's not the case. Or is it? Because maybe he just came back to hang out with Stokely. Stokely. Yeah. <laughs> and what's the other guy? Is there another one? I forget. There was a few other guys in there. Oh, uh, well, Tyler Rust is kicking around, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The catalyst of... The real catalyst. Real because catalyst. He, when they fired him, that's when NXT it went was, shit. Went nuts after that. So yeah, Roderick Strong in AEW. Uh, if you've been listening to us, you know this is awesome for us. Yeah. We absolutely love Roderick Strong. I don't know what it is, but you know, watching his wrestling for the, the last 10 plus years of before WWE, specifically Ring of Honor. But then... Undisputed Era, coming into his own with the whole NXT thing when we were primetime watching NXT, when that was a huge act. His uh, terrible promo skills that it's so bad makes it good. His, again, amazing wrestling. He's just been one of our all-time favorites to watch. And to finally see him kind of go somewhere, to go hang out with his friends. 
Yeah, I, I don't... I, I love Roderick Strong. Like, I think his wrestling's awesome, has been for a long time. I don't think the ceiling is too high for him, mm-hmm. but I think this is absolutely the right move. Like, he had to get out of NXT. Um, even though NXT's improved, he's just... He's had his time there. He's been there long enough. I don't see anything he can do on the main roster, respectfully. Uh, AEW makes the most sense. He's going to come in. He'll have some tags with Cole. He'll have trios, hopefully. Touch with yes. and when Kyle is healthy. Uh, you can put him in that uh, like international title mix, like an Orange Cassidy, Roderick Strong match. Sounds pretty fun. Um, He's just back to Ring of Honor. <laughs> and and you've got ROH, yeah. So I, I think it is, at this stage of his career, the right move for him. And his wife is there. His wife's there. It, it makes a whole lot of sense. As I said, I don't see this guy challenging being AEW champion. No. But he can certainly be part of the mix. And I think it, it kind of helps Adam Cole's act as well. For sure. Uh, let me ask you a question. Where is the lie? <laughs> Bobby Fish, one of the biggest goofs in wrestling, yeah. one of the biggest mistakes possibly ever was running your damn mouth because mm. you just missed out on your meal ticket, buddy. Well, we don't need four of you. He was just saying what everyone else was thinking. By he, the was, he was. He was. He was. But he also, you know. It's a little cue. Yeah. yeah is that it as well? Uh, yeah, possibly. So he, we don't need four. <laughs> we just need three. I mean, there's, there's not a... A quads division is there. It's trios. So I, I actually got uh, spoiled this. I was working a rare Wednesday night shift and uh, got a few, had a few tweets like, oh, yeah. I guess we know where Roddy is now. I'm like, oh, fuck, okay. And obviously the Adam Cole makes a whole lot of sense. But I was wondering, because we've got, we know we're building to sort of faction warfare with the BCC and the Elite, I remember that story in the Bucks book about how in ROH, Danielson and Roderick Strong beat the absolute ever-living shit out of them right. in a tag match, trying to get them over as baby faces, and it just made them cheer more, so they beat them up <laughs> even more. And I was like, oh, that would be like... Obviously, the Undisputed Era thing is an easy and obvious and probably the right choice, but I'd be curious to see him in BCC as well. And I think... Down the line, that's absolutely something you can revisit. Sure. Like him and Danielson. For sure. Uh, yeah. Again, going back, Roger, I would love to do a BME Roddy of just all the stuff in the Let's past. Let's do it. Yeah. I, I, I honestly, he's one of my all time favorites just in ring. Like always one of, whenever he was on a show, going to those Ring of Honor shows or indie shows, you knew I'd get a match that was worth the price of admission when he was on the card. So I'm so excited. I, I, I'm seeing some, again, seeing people like, oh, it's like another random signing. It's like, no, nah, this guy's going to go in and make people look like absolute money. Mm. And while he's still super jacked and in incredible shape, there's a lot of matches I do want to see. Uh, Roderick Strong versus Danielson versus uh, a lot of the up-and-comers. Roderick Strong, Daniel Garcia, Roderick Strong. Yeah, there's so many like good things. And moving him to Ring of Honor is probably a, a great move there and a great hand to have and. Uh, when Kyle, hopefully again, knock on wood, Kyle O'Reilly comes back, that trio's team of them is going to be great. Yep. So can't wait. Like he's someone you, I could absolutely see in ROH challenging for any of those belts. You know, him v. Yuta, him v. Uh, 
Joe, him v Claudio, yeah. like all of that. I think him in ROH does make a lot of sense. And we're seeing like, it's the same roster. People yeah. are flowing back and forth. Camp strong, baby. I was, I, I knew it was him. I was, I was watching, uh, I was at work actually, but I had it on and, uh, Cole was getting beat down and I was like, well, that's weird that. All of a sudden, Bandito and Orange the Cassidy. New, the new Undisputed Era, while uh, Carl O'Reilly's out and Bobby's doing his thing. Which Adam sounds Cole, great. Adam Cole, Orange Cassidy, Bandito, and In Roderick sunglasses. Strong. Bandito yeah. in sunglasses and Roderick Strong. Uh, so I was like watching, and then when the music hit, I knew right away. Because yeah. it's, it's uh, Kill Switch Engage. Uh, shout out. I used to love listening to them. End of Heartache, which Roderick used like back in the day. And that's what he named his finisher yeah. after. So I knew right away and I, I genuinely popped like, oh man, it's just, I just love this guy. So, yeah. so happy to see this. And there's going to be some great matches. And, um, next week he's wrestling already that like four, eight man tag, which again, he's oh, going to, he's going to shine. What is it? It's the oh, new Undisputed the new, Era. The new E, new E against JS. UEOC uh, versus the Jets, what? The JS. The JAS. Is it? Uh, yeah. Okay, awesome. Yeah, yeah. so super excited about that. Uh, we also had the announcement of the Owen uh, is happening again, and it's uh, going to be a huge part of this Canada tour. So uh, they said opening ceremony at Double or Nothing. I don't know if that means opening round match or just Martha Hart in a nice hat again. Just waving. Um, and the final is going to take place at the Calgary show, which originally was advertised as a uh, house show, but it is on a Saturday. Ooh. So it sounds like it will be on Collision. The Calgary Collision. Collision, yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, Owen, the Owen coming back again. Yeah, makes total sense with the whole Canada tour. It's just going to get Canadians riled up and excited. And I'm talking about Forbidden Door. Yeah, I'm thinking like the the West Coast who haven't had like huge wrestling and TV stuff. Like they're trust me, they're thirsty. And like we were looking at trying to go for that that Saddle Dome show, yeah. which uh, is going to be bonkers during the actual Calgary Stampede. So like I think that's actually really special that they purposely plan that out to kind of culminate at that show, which will be awesome. Uh, we're going to get like matches throughout the, the summer then, right? Yeah. I, I wanted them to do when, when they first announced the Owen for last year, uh, or like, I think it was probably announced the year before, but it happened around double or nothing. Tony Khan was saying, Oh, it's going to be something different. And then it was just a brackets tournament. I really want to see in wrestling them try to do something other than single elimination tournament. Right. I think when you've got all this TV, both WWE and AEW, I, I would like to see them experiment with, you know, either group style like a, uh, like a G1 where you have two groups of 10 and you can have it play out over months instead of just throwing out a random, match this person against this person, which they do on AEW all the time, have it mean something, you know? Two points for a win, one for a draw, like time limit. You can have it play out over months. It makes all your TV matches mean something or interesting or do like a World Cup style with like smaller blocks. I, I just like to see a wrestling company experiment and do something other than just elimination. And it just, I, I never know why there aren't more longer tournaments because it, it fills TV time up. You're talking, you're going to have Dynamite, Rampage, uh, Collision, no more Elevation, but Dark even. It's, why not have, oh, we've got a first round match on Dark. 
like block match or yeah. stuff. Yeah. Um, I, I see them just going the easy route with, but because AEW do tournaments once a month, it feels just another bracket thing doesn't really interest me. I think if they do it a bit better, they did it okay last year. I didn't like it that much at the end of the day, and it didn't mean anything. They made these titles, gave it to Adam Cole and Britt Baker. We're like, cool. Not sure what we're doing with you yet. Yeah. The winner should also get a title shot. Yeah, absolutely. Both women's and men's, the winner should get it. They should be like King of the Ring. Yeah. You should get a title shot at the next big TV special or whatever, pay-per-view, whatever it is. Because then you could plan ahead and make your winner like the next title, big pay-per-view title shot yeah. or whatever. But uh, having it in Canada, I imagine they're going to add in some some sprinkles of some Canadian talent throughout the whole thing. Like your Stu Graysons are going to shine. I bet you they get Speedball somehow. If I know he's Impact, but like possibly in there as, as well. Um, I mean, you're going to get Japanese talent because of Forbidden Door, right? That whole stretch, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure there's going to be some of that those guys on that that tour as well. So, yeah, uh, I I hope that they if it's a, a tournament style like last year, I hope that we just get some great matches and mm. like a Forbidden Door one. You would imagine it's like a Japanese New Japan star. I mean, I'd, I'd like AW them American. I'd like them to. Uh, you know, last year you had. Um, Dax and Cash against each other because right. of the draw of the tournament. This year, you could do like a Roddy versus Adam Cole or right, something yeah. like that. Like mix it up, make it a bit more interesting. But yeah, I, I definitely, I want to see like some changes with tournaments. Do something a bit more adventurous yeah. going forward. Yes, yeah, fair enough. I think people think wrestling fans are stupid a lot of the time, but like every other sport can manage blocks and things like that. Yeah. Like let's not do the eight-man tournament because it just... It's got to be bigger than that if it's going through exactly. like a like, big stretch that's of the what I summer. Mean. Like, so. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Uh, also on uh, Dynamite this week, we had uh, the story continue between the BCC and the Elite. Uh, we had the tag match Butcher and Blade taking on Kenny Omega and Takeshita with a big beatdown at the end, and uh, Takeshita kind of having to uh, choose where his alliance is because Danielson's saying, "Look, the BC- the Elite." create people like Michael Nakazawa and Brandon Cutler, whereas we create diamonds here, like Wheeler Yuda. Diamond. And, <laughs> and everyone from WWE. And everyone from WWE. Uh, yeah. Danielson's so good, though. Like, is he the only one we're, we're okay with them just randomly switching back to heel and babyface? Like, because he's so good yeah. at anything. Like, honestly, he's he even slipped up, which he it's a rare occurrence. He rarely ever slipped up, but he's like... The, uh, you want to? You should train with the elite, and then he's, the crowd are like, "What?" And he's like, "I mean," and like he fixed it, and he's just—he's so easy to get behind to cheer, yeah. and he's so easy to get behind and boo. And uh, man, uh, really love Danielson. Uh, I felt like maybe I was more into this than the crowd was watching it, but like Takeshi has been someone who's been somewhat of a great heater guy to get other people over, and finally being involved in a storyline, I'm like, okay, like that's how it works. Like, don't do what you did with Garcia. Where you hyped it up, hyped it up. It was the biggest angles every show. And then all of a sudden, he's like, yeah, actually, let's, let's, drop it. let's just cool that down. Because um, I'm I'm super into this. If we go to the BCC versus Kenny uh, match at Double or Nothing, which you imagine is anarchy in the arena. Mm. Yeah, that sounds crazy. Those four versus those four? Absolutely. Like, take my money. It would be five. 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 Who's on? Who's on? Who's the fifth guy? Oh, well, uh, BCC need a guy, don't they? Or are we saying Matt Jackson's out? I think Matt Jackson's in. So That's it's Kenny, Takeshita, and the Bucks. Kenny, Takeshita, the Bucks, and Page. 
Oh shit, where's Ant-Man's he been, been at? Involved, hasn't he? Yeah, where's he been at? I don't know. He's the whole reason this feud started. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, true. Okay, yeah, right. Uh, maybe he can't make it and we get Coda, but I don't think we're getting Coda, to be honest. I think I think it's going to be five and five. Like, yeah. we've still got a month to build this thing. It seems Who like... Who does BCC have, then? They need. They don't have five. Yeah, they need someone. True. Unless or whether it's Takeshita does. I mean, he just got a screwdriver to the head. Right, yeah. But unless that was a wake-up call and Takeshita goes with them to have uh, Coda, Coda step in. Or... It might be, I think, Coda with the BCC would be interesting. You're a madman. Wow, you're saying bring in Coda to... To feud with them, yeah. yeah. Interesting. Um, I, I've seen a lot of people who are really enjoying this. I'm. It's not connecting with me a great deal, to be honest. Yeah, um, I, I like think. It. Yeah, I, I, I know I'm in the minority. Uh, I think the match is going to be uh, really good, and I, I agree with you. I really like how Takeshita is being elevated with this. I'm just... The flip-flopping of Danielson is getting a bit tiresome for me. He is becoming a bit of a big show. Uh, Claudio is someone I used to be a big fan. I can't say I've particularly been interested in no. him at all. No, yeah, not at all. And Mox, I feel I'm a little overexposed to him, you know, bleeding and having the same kind of brawling matches. I feel he's someone I could do with having a bit of a break to come back and mean more. So I know this match is going to be good. Just it, it hasn't really connected with me as much as it has been connecting with everyone else and i've kind of felt that with AEW in general yeah this this is one of the most lackluster cycles cycles for a pay-per-view they've got two huge shows coming up with wembley well wembley forbidden door and all out so i think they may be saving a lot of stuff for that um and this is definitely the hottest angle on AEW at the moment but it's for me, I'm going to buy the pay-per-view regardless. Like, I'm watching all of these. But uh, it's it's not. This is kind of the main event, and I it doesn't feel hot enough for me, personally. What's the main event? This this anarchy in the arena. I mean, the main event's the four-way. You think that main event's the show? Yeah, which is soft, which is really soft. That's what soft. I mean, this yeah. is This is definitely one of the worst pay-per-view cycles going into, like... I think the numbers aren't going to be as high as some of the no. other pay-per-views just because there is real no build to this pay-per-view. I know there's still a month out, so like, you know. These are the only two matches we really know at the moment. And this hasn't been confirmed, this four-way. But yeah, this this four-way stuff has sucked. I yeah. think when they first announced it, I was interested. Well, and- well yeah, hold on. Well, the, going back to like the... the BCC? The BCC stuff. I, I do agree. Like, it's 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 kind of... We, we know where it's going. They announced next week, not this upcoming week, but the next week in Detroit, mm. so in following week, is a cage match with Kenny versus yep. Mox. And I'm like, okay, that that's good. People would tune in, have a match, and then have a huge angle at the end where you set up... In the cage, being locked yeah, in. Yeah, exactly. Up. More yeah. violence and stuff like that. Like, cool. I'm, I, I, I am behind that angle. You uh, do have something for a Kota Ibushi to moonsault off... <laughs> That's his inch. I want to debut, but I'm jumping off a cage. <laughs> All right, yeah, yeah, cool. While shooting fireworks, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm obviously, I still watch every week. It's still my favorite program, but I am like a bit down on uh, a, the, the, the. I'm just trying to like fantasy book in my head of what the best double or nothing could be. And so far, I'm like, that, your main event is the four way where no one buys any of the challengers, which is kind of the the last pay-per-view was the same thing sorry danielson told us he doesn't want to be champion yeah. why would he win the title yeah after an hour of wrestling like 
ma- the match was amazing. Yeah. Amazing. But, like, I think this match, again, will be amazing. But the hype for it is definitely not it's, that great. I, like, when they first announced it, it sounded like a good thing. And then they've just... I think they really fumbled it. Like, you've had... Um, the, the promos last week were pretty awful, yeah. I thought. And... You, you're now doing these count out and DQ finishes because we know where it's going. It, it's lazy, uh, the way it's been told. They're building a match over will Sammy Guevara lay down, which is not enticing for me. I think Sammy is way below the other three as well. Like, I think he's a good wrestler, but there's only so many times I can see a guy do a 630. Yeah. That'd be impressive. You know, it's... No one's like MJF is easily winning this thing. It it does not make me want to buy the pay per view for this match. Yeah, I and, I and I don't think you should have this main event. Is Punk coming out after this or what? Like, yeah, you're saying it shouldn't be the main event. The main event should be the blood. I think it's like a, a lights out anarchy in the arena. Yeah, okay, just destroy the ring, everything. Yeah, like, have okay. it a complete. I agree. Mess because. I, I don't think they they didn't main event when it was Kenny Pack and Orange, did they? Okay, right, yeah. And that felt the same. It's like I like these guys, but it didn't main event. I don't think so. Okay. I think you ended. I think it was a stadium stampede okay. or something, right? In uh, a circle, pinnacle, I think. Right. Maybe. Okay. Yeah. I can't remember. Well, so I mean, they got the tag match this week, which again, the wrestling will be good, but the story is definitely like not that. Yeah, exciting. Uh, I'm trying to think of some of the other stuff going on. We got a, a deletion match yes. next week, apparently. Yeah. At like 5.30. first match back? It's it's going to be like a pre-taped yeah. thing then, right? Okay, cool. I think that's a great idea for Rampage. You know, yeah. like it's it's a pre-taped show anyway. But because Do... of because of like sports and stuff, it's airing at like 5.30. <laughs> Which might be better. Maybe. Come home from work and watch the... I don't. I don't buy. Like I watch everything after the fact anyway. Yeah, yeah, like, it yeah, doesn't yeah. matter. I don't watch sports. Like, yeah, I know yeah, we started yeah. by talking about the least for twenty minutes at the beginning, <laughs> but like it's if you want to watch something, you watch it. Yeah, me like we're, like we're we're millennials or Gen whatever, and yeah. it's like we don't watch stuff. We don't have cable. I would use a VCR when I was eight to watch something I yeah, wanted to we watch. Don't use like cable. It's, Go recording stuff is nothing new. Yeah, <laughs> like, wrestling ratings mean nothing to me. But I will say, like, <laughs> I'm probably gonna watch that compound match. The first time I've watched Rampage for months over anything else they put on. Yeah. So probably a good move. I'll tell you, the ratings on Watch Wrestling the next day will be high. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Wait, let's get the ratings for Watch Wrestling on, yeah. on wrestling shows. That's the real ratings. Yeah. But yeah, uh, Jeff Hardy in a final de- firm deletion match. Firm deletion. Can't wait. I'm yeah. so excited. So what? It, what? It, it's Matt and Jeff against... I don't know. We're going to get a dilapidated boat. We're going to get fireworks and... Yeah. Delete. Uh, we had Ty of Valkyrie and uh, Jade Cargill finally have their match. Um, I thought it was pretty rough. Worth the wait? No. <laughs> uh, the finish was like, oh, yeah, I can't do this move. Ah, And then yeah. gets the move on her. Silly story. I, I don't think Ty of Valkyrie's that good, to be honest. Uh, I I don't mind her, but uh, maybe not the best opponent in Jade, who I still don't think has like gotten better at the wrestling I love Jade as the character. Yeah. She looks the part. She's amazing. Worker, everything. The Twitter game strong, but when it comes to the wrestling, still not hitting uh, the way she she kind of should be. I think. I don't. Yeah, but she's not like 
I don't feel she's working with all the... I mean, the division is weak. It's yeah. still a weak division. Yeah. Um, yeah, this this didn't do anything for me, especially that it's been built up for a long time. Yeah. Um, what else did we have on the show? Oh, Orange and Bandido. That was pretty that good. That was fun. Bandido and Orange Cassidy has become a, a strong asset to them, like, for this past... Not just this year, but since AEW. Like, he's a strong... You could put him in a world title match easily and people would be okay with it. He is... He's any, made this title now. Yeah. Any match sounds interesting with Orange yeah. Cassidy. And it's just hilarious that the guy with the lazy gimmick is, like, the workhorse and MVP of this yeah, company this year, I'd say. So he's, he's honestly... He's so good. Uh, he saves the show a lot of the time. That was the highlight of the show was that match. And every time he has one of these matches, it's great. Like You could watch him against anyone. I can't wait for Orange Cassidy versus Goldberg. That's, yes, that's, that's going to be that's one of the, the biggest. Match, yeah. He just gets fucking speared. That's the match. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, he had a big singles match at Forbidden Door last year. With yeah, Osprey. Osprey. Uh, who would you? Tomohiro Ishii. Ishii uh, what's the other? Um, Shingo. Yeah, Shingo. Yeah. Shingo Cassidy. Just slapping the shit out of him. Yeah. Be Book good. it. Book it, TK. Uh, yeah, what else? I'm trying to think of what else happened on... Uh... Not a whole lot. I've been yeah. really down on Dynamite recently. It's, yeah. It hasn't really captured me. I think, as I said, I think they're saving a lot for the Saturday show in this summer where they've got a lot of things cooking. But right now, it's I'm pretty low on it. Yeah. Uh, I still, I still will always watch and will watch this week. But like in a few weeks, that cage match is in Detroit. And then... Like, Normally we'd be like, in Detroit, yeah. They? Normally we'd be like, ah, but we like we've done it already. We're going to Detroit for SummerSlam. It's like, yeah. ah, not really hot enough to to make the trip. But yeah, uh, we'll still tune in and stuff like that. Also, what's funny, I got a chuckle out of it, unfortunately for Jay White, but he's already been put on rampage duty. He he uh, he yeah he uh, just timing I think ruined uh, any like this guy was champion. This guy was the main yep. event. In New Japan, and yeah. he comes in here teaming with the Bullet Club. Like, it's just sad for him, unfortunately. It's, yeah, it's completely timing. Yeah. Uh, I think if this sale hadn't happened with WWE, I think he'd be there. I think WWE is the right fit for him. Yeah. Um, they, Tony Khan doesn't really know what to do with him. And Like, the guy's getting paid, which is great. You know, he's got yeah. a slot. He can feed his, his family and stuff, but like, just watching that. Oh, it's Bullet Club. It's the BC era gold. This maybe that. just shut up. <laughs> maybe they need a, a third. So Goldberg. They can be in the, yeah, so they can be in the trios. By the way, where is House of Black? Oh yeah, champions. <laughs> Once you're a champion, that's it. <laughs> the story's over. Yeah, yeah story's game over. <laughs> you mean the, the trios battle royal that they're having? Stop doing stupid battle royals, Tony <laughs> Khan. What the fuck is uh, a trios battle royal? So the winner of this trios thing gets a shot at the House of Black. Gets to find House of Black. Yeah, (laughs) in the spooky room with the door closed. Yeah, holy shit. Oh, that's it for AEW. Um, Trinity Fartu has finally found a home. You think you're Naomi. You think you're Naomi. Uh, And she's going to Impact. Well, she has. She's at Impact. Uh, So so is uh, Punk. No. (laughs) Punk and Trinity, yeah. Yeah, so Naomi is uh, in Impact, which... Okay, she hasn't wrestled for a long, long time, but Impact... It's been a year. Yeah, yeah. Impact has a great women's division. They have a talented roster there, so there are instantly some great matches you could go to. I think she's already tangling up with uh, Jody Threat, a regular of ours okay. that we've seen in Toronto a bunch, and she's just recently signed, so can't wait to see that match. I would definitely check that out. But it is, it is 
weird. It's like Sasha goes to New Japan mm. and then loses the title. She may she is wrestling again, but She's like wrestling in California, but not in Japan. It's like was what's the something must have happened. There must be a disconnect. Whether it's money, whether it's like who wants who, because why would she go there and then all of a sudden Trini goes to Impact? I think getting her reps in Impact is the right move for her. But like you would just what what would happen if she just came to AEW? Yeah, instead, I mean, right? I, like, I think I think with uh, New Japan stardom, I think it's they can't afford them. I don't think there's a big enough return mm. from like I think they got a little bump from Mercedes being on these shows, but I don't think it's Jericho Kenny level of business yeah. that she's brought to them, and she probably has a bit of a price tag on her. Naomi's is going to be money similar. And unfortunately, like Trinity isn't the star of doesn't have the star power as Mercedes Monet. She's great. She's good. She had a long run in WWE, but I don't think you're going to see uh, a new Japan fork out money for Trinity. And therefore really it's AEW or impact. I don't know why AEW weren't interested. I think Trinity would absolutely help their division. Her and Jade would be, more interesting to me than Ty of Valkyrie. Right. You know, you're, but, but see, but then is that what they offered her? Is that something like, we don't know, but like, is that why she didn't show up? Cause it's like, well, you're just making me another body that you're not going to book properly. And I'm just going to be chilling, mm-hmm. floating around on rampage and dark elevation. Like maybe that's something she just didn't want. Yeah. I don't know. And I think impacts women's division is great. We, we went to the show recently, Diana Prazzo and Jordan Grace had a hell of a match. Uh, Got Masha Slamovich there as well. Uh, you've got some good women there that she can work with and is immediately going to be put like right at the top of the, the card. And Impact is a place you can have your little gap year and then go home to WWE. I think and they're going to yeah. be like, okay. Whereas maybe, especially after the stuff with Regal, I can see Tony being a little bit more hesitant with signing people. And I, I think a lot of people do me and myself included do eventually see Sasha and Naomi back in, in WWE. WWE. And I, I wonder like whether Tony Khan's like, well, I, I don't really want to invest in you if you're going to be trying to get out and emotionally blackmail me. Be, oh, well, my husband's over there. Ugh. My son. I've yeah. just got to watch my son train <laughs> on a Tuesday. I've got to be there for my son. Yeah. You know, like I, uh, yeah. So I think impact to, Maybe the right move for her. Yeah, I imagine she goes back eventually. Yeah. Uh, there's, it's unfortunate because the bloodline thing, she would fit in great. Like sure. she's a she's a bargaining chip. Like Roman could you know get involved and like be like you know where's your wife or something like that. Yeah. I don't know, but like definitely see her going back. Definitely see Mercedes at this point going back. It's unfortunate because you would imagine Mercedes versus Jamie Hayter be a huge match to do at like an all in or a forbidden mm. door or something like that. It potentially still could happen, but I do ultimately see her going back. I wonder with the, uh, with the Saturday show, like if they are going to put a lot behind it, whether that is something that would entice a Mercedes be like, yeah. you know, you have, uh, she was there. She was watching her. Yeah. You have her come in and be like, you, you tune in on Saturdays, you get punk Jericho, Sasha Banks. Oh, sorry. I thought you meant Sasha going to Impact. <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, like, if that's the thing, like, oh, okay. they're holding off a bit and it's like you're going to be one of the franchise players on this show, maybe. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. 
I, I feel like I loved uh, that uh, Stardom show. The, they looked awesome, yeah. and the match was great with Mayu. Um, but I'm just like, ah, was it kind of a bad timing for this thing? I think I, it wasn't as big of a deal as maybe as we kind of thought it would be. Like from the beginning, it was a bit of a like messy, she right? Didn't, like she only had what this title for one match, pretty much, didn't she? Yeah, and. Uh, yeah. Also, uh, listen to our Mando review out on the Patreon. Uh, she really wasn't featured in that no. season as much either. No. She's just there. She shoots a gun at, like once or twice, yeah. and that's about it. She doesn't really talk. I think she had one line in the whole thing. Yeah, so it's like if a that. step down. No tornado DDTs on Boba Fett. No, unfortunately not. But also on the positive note, no Boba Fett on this, <laughs> this season. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, briefly, I think. Was he? like a for a moment i don't know yeah. someone was new zealand there <laughs> um they've announced the the slate of uh dark side of the ring episodes for season four yes which sounds awesome i really love this show i love how non-wrestling fans like casual fans love this show even non-wrestling because it's documentary style yeah. it's like 40 minutes and you get a whole like intro on something pretty wild and crazy and my favorite was to recommend the North Korea episode, the yes. Collision North Korea episode, which uh, I I hate to reveal my cards here, but I listened to Ric Flair on Joe Rogan okay. the other day. Would recommend that listen because even though he's Ric Flair for a lot of it and says some Ric Flair things, he also says a lot of other things that are like opening and goes into more discussion on the Collision in Korea mm. thing, which he blows Joe Rogan's mind. Joe Rogan's like, sorry, you did what? You you went to like that. You shouldn't have done that. And yeah. like, really interesting. Listen, that is still my favorite episode of Dark Side of the Ring, and I've recommended that to so many non wrestling fans who've gotten it's back just to me. Hilarious, yeah, and they're like, "Whoa, this was amazing!" Yeah. And then they've went and like watched like everything. So I had some people who were like non fans being like, "Well, now I know everything about Macho Man Elizabeth, and now mm. I know about the Screw Job." So Dark Side of the Ring is fantastic, and unfortunately, it's like not unfortunately, but like when they start doing things on you know. Not saying they what they did was wrong about bashing Ric Flair, rightfully so, and all that. But like, the more you go, do things like that, like, is more things gonna uncover on other people? Like, are we gonna start canceling some other things? Because the list of the, the episodes come out here, and one of them, I'll, I'll go through the list. Yeah. But the the first one here, it's not the first episode, but Chris Candido and Tammy Sitch, right? Yeah. Like, is is there gonna be some conversations brought up about certain wrestlers and things like? There's, I don't know, there's stories out there, and will this show just keep digging at these things where eventually people are going to be like, hey, don't go on this show because... Which is, because JR was very critical about the last uh, season. But he was on the past season. But he's back on this one. Like, a a few people who were like, had, like, was like, ah, because, like, I mean, JR's, like, fallen out with Ric Flair, right? Because he a lot was on that episode over this stuff, so um, but he's coming back. Um, wow! Yeah, I, I got to say, looking at the the list of things, I don't know a, a lot about any of these. You know, previous seasons where it's like, as you said, Macho Man Elizabeth or yeah. the Montreal Screw Job. It's like I kind of know everything there is. This one, I uh, a lot of this is going to be very new to me. Yeah. Okay. So Abdullah the Butcher, mm-hmm. which can't wait. Uh, definitely. There's lots of stories and, and he was what? What was he? I can't even remember. See, I can't even remember what the, the whole thing behind is. But great. You know, you're going to see people with getting the fork in the forehead in that episode. Yeah. Uh, Adrian Adonis, uh, don't know too much about nope. that as well. 
Bash at the Beach 2000. What's what, what was that? This is what, Vince Russo, basically the downfall of WCW? Like, this is, is this the official. Like the, like, the reset when they. Just they shit the they bed? Drop all the titles again? Or Is this it? Yeah. I don't know. I know that was on a Nitro, but was that around this time? I'm sorry, I'm I mean, born I in 91. WC- <laughs> W2000 was a shit show, but yeah, yeah, I don't know what's dark about that. It'd be pretty great. Bam Bam Bigelow. Again, what's dark about? I don't know Dark. I mean, I'm sure he's maybe had his vices and stuff like that, but super interested to yeah. see a, a little doc on him. Again, Chris Candido and Tammy. So Sonny there. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure that'll be a, a very depressing. Chris Candido died young, didn't he? Yeah, really, really depressing there. Doink the Clown. Yeah, well. <laughs> Sorry, is this this means Matt Bourne, right? Not just the character Doink the Clown. I have Clown. no idea. Like, what's, again, like, why, what's dark about Doink? Well, he turned dark. Oh, he turns dark. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, when this, we're gonna have to re-release. We yeah. will. We will put out for free our best match ever, April Fools from a few years ago with Jordan Goodman, where we did a best match ever, Doink the Clown. Uh, maybe in in honor, we'll put yeah. that out for them. But uh, the Graham family. Okay. I don't know who the Grahams are. Um, oh, like Billy Graham? Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Interesting. Junkyard Dog. Okay. See, like I know of Junkyard Dog. I had a Junkyard Dog rubber figure yeah. when I was a kid, but don't know the dark side of the dun- mm. junk- Junkyard Dog. Magnum TA, definitely interested in this one. We've done some deep dives on some old matches. and So he, he, he was meant to be like Hogan, the next. Yeah, he was next he? to be the big and then deal. had a car accident, was it? Some, and, yeah. Yeah. Can't wait for this one. And then oh, it, the, the main event. Does this one get a two-parter, a three-parter, possibly a four-parter? Marty Janetti. Yes. And that's kind of where I'm also like, hey. I mean, that's one I know more about, but I'm sure we're <laughs> going to have, yeah, a lot of, uh, this is going to be eye-opening to a lot of people who maybe don't know. See, see, like. How he murdered someone and oh, wants to fuck his daughter. Oh, stop. It's so, going like, to be great. <laughs> this one's going to be crazy. I mean, if you follow Marty Janetti's Facebook post, he's still going off about weird yeah. shit. But that's the thing, like. You're, he's got to talk about Shawn Michaels on this episode. Yeah. You've got to talk about Shawn Michaels probably on that sunny episode. Yeah. Not going to be good things. No. Probably. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm looking forward to this season, mainly because I, I don't know much right. about any... I'm surprised... Uh, I'm surprised that we still haven't had a, uh, a China episode. I don't think, have we? No, we haven't. Um, it's... There's a bigger mission there of, you know, a certain... Vince McMahon, who you would think, but like, I get it. Like, they're not going to have anyone want to talk about him. Yeah. Uh, they don't want to burn that bridge, I guess. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm interested in this, in this season. Starts, what, May 30th, um, starts come out. So, yeah, I, I it's going to be eye opening for me, a lot of these ones. Uh, yeah, I, I, I have the list here and PW Insider is also saying that they're possibly working on a Mike Awesome episode and a Sandman episode, okay. which may be like for like future right. seasons or something like that. Nice. So yeah, it looks like maybe they're going towards like documenting like each wrestler. Yeah. And like thing or like a, a group of wrestlers or a family or something or an incident, right? But this one features a lot of just single people, like actual about people. Yeah. The only so. event is the WCW yeah. one, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Is there any that you still that you're like, oh, I don't see one on that? Because Vince obviously is a whole documentaries and shit Vince, on, but like yeah. China. Um, well, there's sad things and there's a lot of bad things in wrestling, but there is, yeah. I mean, there's just numerous wrestlers who died young, right? Yeah. Like, 
tests and your crash hollies and stuff right, like yeah. that. Maybe, I don't know. Like it's, uh, yeah, there, there's, there's loads, there's seasons and seasons worth. Of well, there's, stuff. there's now like dark side of the nineties, yeah. dark side of, you know, all this other stuff, which is pretty crazy. I know Sino's a, a big fan of those. So yeah, I'm looking forward to this show. I, I love this show. Uh, they announced the lineup for Best of the Super Juniors. Uh, I don't think we'll spend too much time on this. But yeah, because there's no Gringo Loco in it. There's no Gringo Loco, but you do have uh, Speedball uh, yes. in the mix, which yeah. sounds pretty fun. Uh, Kashida's in there. Leo Rush is in there. Um, yeah, so I, I think we're going to... This is one I'm going to kind of cherry pick a little, I think. But I, I think looking at the lineup, there's some fresh people there as well oh yeah i hope i hope this is the bridge where speedball can just work in new japan now he's like man there's so many great matches i want to see him not just in the super junior level but like yeah a few in there uh one side looks better than the other here but i always cherry pick the the best of the super juniors it's always a fun time yeah so i mean the the a block here looks pretty uh great you've got like kushida leo rush uh hiromu mike bailey uh, Taiji Ishimori and TJP who are all standouts in that block. You've also got Sho and Doki and Taguchi. <laughs> Taguchi. I always love seeing Taguchi. Uh, I did uh, ask Gringo Loco. I was like, oh, why aren't you in the, the Super Juniors? You win the, you should win the whole thing. And he said it's uh, something to do with AAA because there's no other oh, AAA yeah, people. Course, like, yeah. where's your commanders and Vikingos? Yeah. And like, you know, you'd figure like some of the Lucha guys, right? So that's possibly the, the reasoning there. But I, I still will cherry pick through the best of the super juniors. It's always a fun watch, but I feel like best of the super juniors peaked at Will Ospreay, Shingo, and we'll never fully get to that like huge storyline and match that yeah. was, is just untouchable, really. Yeah. Like I'm not, that, that A block does look good. Yeah. It does. I'm, I'm pretty excited for that. We will definitely be talking about it through when that, eventually happens and speaking of Osprey he made some comments recently that his uh, I think contract with New Japan is coming to an end in February um, and he said that he plans on re-signing with the company hey. um, obviously this is wrestlers talking so mm. never take them completely at their word but he has kind of um, said on numerous occasions how he doesn't have interest in moving to the United States Um Staying with New Japan does leave that kind of door open a little bit with AEW with their relationship. Um, but what do you think of this? I, I think he's awesome. And uh, I hope we see him at Forbidden Door. I'm really, I mean, we're going to Forbidden Door here in Toronto. And I'm really praying that we get Kenny Ospreay too, uh, yeah. selfishly. And I think he's the man over there right now. So, like, if he stays and shows commitment to them, they'll make him like the guy there as he's a, he is a star there. He's pretty big there. He's a draw there. So like if you, if you're happy there and you got your whole, your buddies there, your, your empire thing going mm-hmm. on, like, yeah, why wouldn't you stay there for a few more years and still be able to make, make some big checks, working some big TV time over in AW, like just having mo- m- like minimal appearances mm-hmm. in AW the past year or two, like, raises your stock right we see once you get on tv and and prove yourself like that's how you gain fans and he him doing a little bit of both is probably the right thing what would he do if he went he's gonna end up in wwe in like you know minus 10 years but like what would he do if he went there now what would he do in AEW if he just went there right away he'd be wrestling jay white on rampage like no he wouldn't so i think right now staying there being the guy there is maybe the mistake jay white didn't make i think i think there's uh yeah there's for him, you, you see this a lot in 
in wrestling in general where someone gets kind of their their fake reign almost yeah like they they get given the title maybe a little early to before it's really solidified as a proper title reign and obviously he had his right before the pandemic held the title very briefly and then uh moved back to the uk yeah uh i think there's definitely he wants that you know being the ace of the company uh being he's got a he's got a beat okada for the title like as a baby face right I right think. right uh and he's got to beat kenny on the big stage as well like they're two big things he's got to still do in new japan in my opinion but these contracts can be quite long with them as well and when he's talking about these injuries mounting up and stuff you wonder how long his career could potentially be and uh like how long will that window be open for a wwe or a aw full-time at the at the pace he's going yeah he'll he'll turn aj styles in a few years you know minus five years he'll he'll slow his pace down and go very wwe style and be safe and work that style and and fit in Perfectly. And he's good enough that can make that work. Oh, I he think. will. Yeah, absolutely. I, I definitely see that. So as a fan, uh, this guy is, gains my respect more and more. Mm. To be honest, like the past few years has all been this guy. And uh, I don't take any of the criticism. Well, it's just flippy shit. Like the no, dude doesn't do that shit for years. That. Yeah, he's he's come such a long, long way. And uh, I know he can come off as a bit of a uh jerk online to some people but i think also that's just wrestling and he yeah. knows how to work it a little bit and he's getting better at that as well his twitter game's getting a little better i think but mm. uh I, I i love this guy wrestling and i want to see him wrestle this style for a few more years so yeah. i am excited to see that and the dream matches rematches are really where it's at but there's still a lot like he i don't know who where where new like new japan needs him more than he needs new japan Really? Because like, yeah, I think so. What else, who else? You so gonna he's just... probably going to get a, a nice contract yeah. from them. He and... lives. He's going to get us. He lives there now. He's got a place. He lives there. So hopefully like... they'll figure out something for the Wembley show that he can do. But will will you got to listen to Kenny, man? You got to learn how to speak Japanese, even a little bit. It is a true. little yeah. bit, man. Even one or two things can go such a long way. Yeah, Ken- Kenny's right. He's been there long enough. Yeah. Like, he lives there, no? Like, yeah. yeah he should, Come he on, should man. be learning the language. Don't say you gotta learn how to read, but, no, like, but saying things yeah. can go such a long, long way. Well, that's it. Is there anything else that comes to mind? We've gone pretty long today. Yeah. But, uh, we went all over the place. Yeah, arigato gozaimasu. Yeah, See, I can exactly. speak a uh, Thank you, everybody, for listening to us ramble on about some wrestling. Uh, the, the wrestling, the graphs just never stop. Uh, next week with Backlash, we'll go live Sunday at some point, uh, probably 2 p.m., to talk all about it. So that'll be something for us to talk about on Sunday. This Tuesday, me and Cena will be live for Up Next over on the Post Wrestling feed. And tune in on Wednesday for Rewind to Dynamite for a little uh, little, little teaser yeah. or a little announcement possibly over there with John and Way. Uh, lots of stuff over on the Patreon as well. So the podcasts never stop here and we can't create this content without you guys listening so thank you very much we appreciate you guys listening every like rt every uh nice review on apple Podcasts, whatever app you use give us a nice little review five stars in the tokyo dome we appreciate you follow us twitter instagram at poison rana pod i see you people on instagram go follow us we only have 300 followers what our old one we had like a thousand what happened Ten thousand subscribers to our old instagram no no, we had i know ten Ten to twenty thousand followers on Instagram. <laughs> well, no, we had like a thousand, but like now we only have three hundred on this yeah. Instagram. So 
Uh, tell your friends to follow us on Instagram. Yep. Do it. Because you Right should. now. Pick up your phone. Text them. Pick up your phone. At Poison Rana Pod. <laughs> yeah. Uh, thank you guys. Uh, I myself, Twitter, Instagram. I'm at the Bray D. And you can find me at Davey Portman. And uh, I guess that's it. I guess that's all. Uh, oh, we didn't talk about Adam Cole potentially being progress champion, but I guess that's uh, for another time. Huh. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Take care. Goodbye. Be safe. And go Leafs. Go. Ahoy.